Quarantine pounds don't count. Exactly. Quarantine pounds don't count. Exactly. Exactly. The greatest thing about quarantine, everything you eat, zero calories. They don't count. Yeah. <laughs> Well, hello everybody. Um, this is Podcaps, where mental health matters. Um, uh, here today with me, I have uh, four of the Caps ambassadors. You guys, if you want to go ahead and introduce yourselves. Hi, <laughs> I'm Christina. <laughs> I'm a Caps ambassador. Um, I'm like a junior-ish, I guess is what to say. All right, and then I'll, I'll let Jed go next. Hey everybody, my name is Jed. Uh, you might have possibly know me from the last episode um i am a recently graduated with my major in psychology and my <laughs> minor in neuroscience and yeah and then we also have reza with us hello everyone this is reza um the voice the intro voice of the first <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, and also a fourth year computer science um student. I'm happy to be here. Um, and Sarah. I'm Sarah. I am a junior studying public health and I'm also minoring in neuroscience. Yeah, so we're having to do this in a little bit of a, a weird format, um, given the current set of circumstances in the world with the uh, current coronavirus pandemic. Uh, I'm sure you all are aware of it, unless you're just a little hermit living in a rock in your house. Uh, and you just never come outside. Uh, in that case, uh, you are probably very unbothered by what's going on. Um, but yeah, so we're having to stay inside. Uh, UTA has been, for the most part, uh, closed. Um, all classes have been moved online for the remainder of the semester. And uh, things are just uh, a little weird right now. So we're trying to uh, still get this episode out. Um, we're all talking from our own house. And uh, I'm trying to get us to s figure out some way to take turns uh, so we're not all talking over each other since we don't really have the cues of seeing each other in person while we record. Um, but uh, if whoever wants to volunteer, I guess, uh, I guess we'll just do a check-in. Like, how is everybody doing right now? Um, so I'm doing good currently. So I'm in the house now with my older brother and both my parents. I didn't stay at the apartment by campus. It's been an interesting adjustment for sure because everyone has to learn how to work from home. And it's not that like we can't like all work together. It's just this is the first time in like literally ages that we've all been home and we've all had to be productive on our own terms in like separate corners of the house. And it feels like I'm on a permanent timeout. So that's been fun. Yeah. I think that's definitely a, a shared experience right now uh, with people <laughs> feeling very cooped up. Uh, people are having to go home to their families, which maybe they haven't been living with for quite a while. Um, it's a weird time. Uh, Jed, how are you doing? Um, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, we, I went to spring break in Colorado right before everything went on lockdown. And so coming back, I went to work for two days. And then I was told that uh, one of my friends was one of my friend's friends was showing symptoms of the virus. And so I told my boss and I got quarantined from work for two weeks. So I'm kind of riding this out right now. But 
uh i've been good uh just kind of you know trying to stay active while trying to stay mentally active and keep up with schoolwork while at the same time keep up with myself physically because i know that i have no problem just kind of sitting in the same spot and letting myself go for a bit but uh aside from that um i'm doing all right and just kind of making sure that i have enough to do to keep me busy throughout the day so yeah uh so jed and i both uh outside of uh doing our cap stuff uh, we both work for mhmr of tarrant county um jed's uh jed normally works in a group home um so like a disability services group home um how many guys do you have at your group home jed usually uh usually five usually five yeah. yeah so i also work in disability services but i work for like a therapeutic center but uh because it's like scheduled stay it's basically been completely shut down for right now so i've been moved to support mm. some group homes um, so I've been doing like a, a pretty different job than what I'm used to. It's, it's the same like demographic of people that I'm helping, but instead of them coming to visit, you know, like our little guest house and get a therapeutic experience, I'm a visitor in their house, you know, like this is where they live. Um, and they are all very frustrated that they can't go outside. Some of them can understand why better than others. Um, but you know, they, they are used to having like at least the weekends where they can go out and do things and, uh, you know, like go out to eat and things like that, um, which they aren't really getting that right now. So, um, my job right now is just kind of keeping them chill with everything going on. I've been playing a little bit of delivery driver because they still get their weekly allowances. And, um, this past weekend, <laughs> like the guys wanted Wendy's, <laughs> so I'm just I like, love it. Yeah, I'm just doing stuff like that for them. So it's it's weird. Uh, a lot of people's jobs have shifted. They're either not able to work right now, um, whether it's because they've been exposed to the virus or just because, you know, they're not an essential business um, or they're know, getting laid off. They're getting like, laid off for load. Yeah. Um, working from home or if you're like me, your your job position has kind of changed uh, for the foreseeable future. So it's, it's a weird time. Uh, change can be good, but it can also be really stressful. Um, so uh, we'll move on to Reza. Reza, how are you doing? Hi. Um, my well-being is kind of a day-to-day -day, um, update, the changes. Um, before, so I had a roommate before spring just started. He went to Austin to visit his family, and he never came back for obvious reasons. Um, until last week, he came and packed, packed up and moved out. So mm -hmm. it's been a different um, learning curve for me to be able to learn how to be so isolated and alone. Um, but I go walk to the lab, which is 20 minutes away, but okay, 20 minutes walking distance. Um, that keeps me that keeps me going. Um, it's gone better over time, I have to say that. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, it's definitely, I feel that. It's been uh, fluctuating for me, too, for sure. Um, but, yeah, I'm glad uh, you're taking it day by day and, you know, uh, coping the best you can. Uh, Sarah, how are you doing? I'm good. Kind of like what Christina was saying. Um, when uh, I went to Miami for spring break, like, right before everything got super bad and I came home um, 
because of the lockdown and everything. And I just, I don't have the best relationship with my dad. And I'm sure a lot of people can relate with one or both parents or their caregivers, but I just felt like being at home was not good for me because we were just bickering back and forth and it was super draining on me. And I didn't feel like being at home this for like as long as I was not going out at all was good for my sanity. So I am fortunate enough to have another place to stay at. So now I'm doing better. <laughs> Just, yeah, that's fine. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> yeah. It's hard, I, I think. Yeah. Like going back from like living like, because you have like your college life and then you have your life at home. Right. Like because of how yeah. different the environments are it's so hard and like mm. after being in school for a couple of years like I don't know how I would be handling this right now if I was a freshman just because like I've already had like my preconceived notion of school and like what it looks like versus going home but like right. being a freshman right now at least in education like that has to be insane mm. For sure. Um, I really, I've been thinking about that uh, pretty frequently lately. Like, I feel a lot for um, people who are freshmen and, like, this is one of their first semesters and things are right. going so wild. Um, I also feel for people who are supposed to graduate this semester and now that's getting put off. And uh, I've also thought quite a bit about, you know, people who are maybe in a weird position where, you know, like a lot of dorms, they've been, like, forcibly moved out. And for people who don't have good relationships, uh, with their family and at home it's uh it's worrying you know like because uh, not everybody has like another place they can live um not everybody has good relationship with their family um you know it's it, it it's a lot uh I I kind of had to you know uh pre-pandemic I had the experience I lived by myself for two years on campus and then uh just to save up on money I ended up moving back home and decided to commute and honestly, like, that was a really difficult transition um, just in and of itself. Like, you know, I'm thankful that my parents have been so good and supportive to me. But I mean, like, moving home after being independent for two years is, like, a really weird feeling. Um, and I feel like a lot of people are definitely going through that right now. Um, anyways, uh, we were shortly, uh, shortly ago just joined by another CAPS ambassador named Daniel. Daniel, if you want to introduce yourself and tell us how you're doing right now. Uh, hey, um, you know, sorry I'm a little late. Uh, my name is Daniel, Daniel Luna. Um, I'm a, I'm a freshman in my second semester. Oh boy, so, so yeah, you're really getting that effect. Yeah, my freshman year has been something, huh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, just I've been doing, um, like you were saying, this year is probably the first year um, that I got to move away from home. You know, I lived at home my whole my whole life. And so going into college, this is probably like, a, this is actually a really good experience, you know, going up from home. And not that I like, I have a bad, bad relationship with like my family or anything, just that like sometimes it's, it's it's just so nice going away like going from home especially since growing up I never had my own individual room so like living in the dorms was was a nice experience you know getting away from that I think having somewhere I could just be like myself and like get away from that it was it was nice and so uh coming back to this um it hasn't mm -hmm. been hasn't been, hasn't been bad it hasn't been bad it's just that like I've lost a little 
a little bit of privacy. And the main thing that happened was I lost a little bit of freedom where now I kind of have to like check in with my parents and stuff. And I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, but, uh, you know, it's definitely different. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's a different experience going from, you know, I live in this space completely by myself. I don't really have to tell anybody where I'm going or when I'll be back, you know, even if it's just Mm -hmm. out of courtesy, uh, and not so much like a control thing, but just like, you know, it's, it's different having to stop and pause and like, be like, okay, you know, like, bye, I'm going to work. Uh, I'll be back at this time or things like that. It's, it's, uh, strange for sure. Um, uh, I think I've talked a little bit about how I've been doing as you guys have been bringing up your own concerns. Um, but I, I guess I'll delve a little bit in and then I'll ask the next question. Um, I've been uh, up and down, kind of like Reza. It's like a day-to-day thing for me. Um, this past weekend, I got hit really hard with like the, the emotional gravity of uh, everything has changed and this is my life for the next few weeks at least, uh, the next month. Um, and it's very different from what I'm used to. Um, I, I tend to fill my life with activities that I'm very present in to to you know engage in and those things give my life a lot of meaning and uh motivation i think and having those formats change is uh it's a it's a weird experience it's it's kind of put me on an emotional roller coaster i feel like because some days i'm like you know this is great i can do my stuff whenever i feel like i just get to sit at home um i have more time for things that i enjoy and then other days i'm like Man, I miss my friends. I miss seeing people. This sucks. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's uh, I'm trying to just be accepting of uh, my feelings and the situation, and just uh, be patient and take it day to day. Um. So I want to ask you guys next, like, uh, how are you all coping? Like, what are what are things that you guys are doing to take care of yourself uh, in this current climate? Well, um, so I kind of something a little like probably a little more crazy um so my biggest thing was like I didn't really like I wasn't really affected by anything until the gyms closed um when the gyms closed that's when I actually started getting affected because I mean I don't really go out I don't really do anything in the first place like I would just do school and then I'm kind of into fitness and so that's where those were my interests that's where I would lie and other than that like I just I'm kind of a homebody anyways like I don't really go out like a ton a ton um so but once the gyms closed like that was kind of like my band-aid like it didn't matter like what kind of day I was having usually like it as long as I was able to get to the gym that day like mentally I was good like I was checked in and I was good I was ready but once they closed I had to take a very different approach to how I do things because I really like lifting um So I actually started training for a half marathon that I don't know if it's even going to go still, but I'm going to act like it is just so I have something to kind of keep my eyes on and like train for or to focus on. And so because of like kind of having it something in the back of my mind where it's like I'm training for it, it's really helped me with like stay clean with eating. It's helped me like stay on a training schedule. Like it's helped me sleep like and help regulate my sleep schedule just because it's okay, like, I have this time to this time to work out, and then any other time around, it's, like, is this for school? Like, this is for other stuff, and so I just took, like, a complete 180 approach to 
how I was working out. And that's how I'm kind of coping. Um, it's working like some days and then some days are harder than others, but I feel like everyone's kind of in that boat with just what's going on. So, yeah. Yeah. I think that's a, I think that's really beneficial that you're like kind of giving yourself those scheduled timeframes to like do things that make you feel good still um, while also having time scheduled for school. I think that's probably like one of the hardest parts about classes being moved largely online, especially in college where you're very like self-guided. Yeah. Having to learn to, you know, work your own schedule um, because you're not obligated to like be anywhere for it now, really. Um, exactly and I'm not like and I'm not someone who like could do online classes in the first place and like I know that about myself (laughs) like I'm not disciplined (laughs) to where it's like I have okay like I'm gonna sit down and I'm gonna do school like I am not disciplined like that at all and so like I never really took sitting in a classroom for granted just because I knew that's how I always learn but like especially now it's like I never thought I would miss the classroom setting and the person pulling out weird snacks next to me, like, I miss all of it, but day by day. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, how about you, Daniel? Um, the way I'm coping is the same thing with, uh, as Christina. Um, I just have a set time where I've been working out. Like, I tend to, um, it's the only time I actually get to go outside, really. I just go outside and I cross the street into a park that I live by. And it has this wooden wall that I just, you know, like kick a soccer ball next to. And that's how that's how I've been doing it. You know, just going out there, kicking a soccer ball. I think after a week that, that I haven't worked out, I decided to go out there. And I finally, I was finally able to convince my parents to let me like go outside. And like as long as I avoided everyone, you know, whenever I came back, you know, I cleaned and I, I, I washed myself, things like that. They were okay with it. And so when I first went out there, I think I was out there for two and a half hours, three, I believe. And it was just like, just from like being so happy that I was able to like finally go outside and breathe some fresh air. And so after that, I just like set a time uh, to go outside, you know, kick the soccer ball around, run for a bit, maybe do uh, an ab workout once I come back. And that's just been like the most relieving process thing I've ever to do. And especially with schoolwork, once I can't like focus on it, you know, I go on my, on my little run, I'll go play soccer for a bit and I come back and I'm able to like, hit the computer again and actually be able to finish some some stuff that I've been that I've been struggling with trying to finish. Yeah. I have a question. Uh, I have a question. What is your question? How many miles is your little run? Um I haven't been on long runs recently. I think the longest one I've been would be five miles so far. Oh my god. Um, okay. just for people who don't know, like this guy is, is a crazy runner. So his little run is like five miles. Just just, yeah, just that uh, uh, five miles would have me dead on the floor. Uh, one mile is <laughs> like a big run for me. Uh, <laughs> so, um, yeah, and I think uh, I think that is some good wisdom to share, like with exercising and also going outside. Uh, I think it's very easy for people to just stay cooped up in their house, uh, especially since we're not really supposed to be going out so much. But if you, I mean, like most places allow for you to go outside to like take a walk and things like that, or even just go into like your yard or something, Um, because the most important part about that, I think, is besides exercise being so important for regulating our mood, um, but vitamin D also plays a really important (laughs) role in regulating mood and warding off depression and things like that. And you get that from sunlight. Uh, 
you can take supplements as well if you find yourself uh, not really helped by that. But, you know, just laying out in the sun or like being out in the presence of the sun for a little bit every day can go a long way for helping our mood stay good um, and getting that fresh air. Um, kind of what I've been doing uh, in like a similar vein is like uh, I've been gardening. So I have like a vegetable garden outside, so I'll go outside and work on Aww. that. Or even just trying to, like, go and, like, lay out in my yard. Like, even if I just, like, lay in the grass like a crazy person, it feels like. But, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but you know, just getting that sunlight and uh, feeling some warmth and fresh air is uh, really nice uh, with the current set of circumstances. Because it's not like we're, you know, I'm walking from class to class on campus and I get it then, you know. For sure. Um, Jed, how are you coping? What are you, how, What is your self-care right now? All right. So, if you follow me on any of my social medias you'll probably know that i've been playing a ridiculous amount of animal crossing um that's still true for the last week or so i've been a uh, red eye playing this game just <laughs> to the wee hours of the night and the morning and any time where i'm not needing to sleep um but aside from the wonderful wholesome world that is Animal Crossing and the town of Noodle, which is what I named my town. <laughs> um, I I go on, I try to go outside whenever I can just to kind of get a breath of fresh air. So because of the fact that, like Christina said, the gyms are closed here in Arlington, um, I have just been trying to like channel my best Daniel impression and run wild. <laughs> and then uh, after that, I'll like, go to a playground that has some sort of bar that I can use as like a pull-up bar and I'll just kind of do a, a workout on a playground wherever I can um aside from that I've been eating like a lot I can't really stop <laughs> I just kind of get bored and I'm like dang a cookie sounds nice right about now and then I'll just go and eat a cookie but <laughs> Um, aside from all of that, everything that I've been doing, although probably not healthy for me per se, has been keeping me sane. So that's what I've been doing to cope. But I'm not the best example of it right now. Yeah, I will say in regards to food, because I've seen a lot of people like on social media and stuff posting about how they feel like they're going to gain a bunch of weight uh, during this situation and so on and so forth and how they're just like eating a bunch. Um, I, I will say, as long as you're not eating yourself sick, um, we're in a weird situation right now. Um, you're cooped up at home, your brain is coping with a lot, your body's coping with a lot. Um, if you want to eat some extra cookies during this time period, I say do it, personally. Um, Honestly, I agree. It's just that I, I feel like I've eaten an obscene amount of cookies, and that's <laughs> where I think the line should be drawn. This is fair. I think it's different for everybody. But I mean, like, if anybody, you know, out there is kind of experiencing something similar where they're like, oh, God, I'm eating a lot. Um, you know, like, know your own limits. However, yeah. like, don't... Quarantine pounds don't count. Exactly. Quarantine pounds don't count. Exactly. Exactly. The greatest thing about quarantine, everything you eat, zero calories. They don't count. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> honestly, exactly. Like, I feel as if when it comes to, like, eating, like... We've never, at least me and I'm pretty sure most of our generation, has never really been in a this kind of crazy pandemic before to where everything is basically shut down aside from essentials, that there's really no guideline 
to how you should take on this pandemic and your social quarantine and your free for all yeah it's it's literally a free for all yeah just kind of have to do your thing and and you know just make it out of the house in one piece once we're allowed to go out but you know take care of yourself definitely but don't feel that because you're lost you're losing all grip because we all feel lost yeah i think this is a great time to exercise self-compassion um which part of self-compassion is finding common humanity and like our struggles and failures um and i think it's good to remember you know like everybody's struggling right now everybody's going through this um it's kind of like uh i was uh, we were talking a little bit before um i feel like this is like kind of like a mass trauma that everybody's experiencing and depending on how much you know the coronavirus pandemic impacts you personally it could be a little t trauma or a big t trauma but the thing about that is is that everybody deals with trauma differently um everybody has different coping mechanisms um and there's no one right way to like really quote unquote get over it or deal with it um i mean there are healthier ways than others but you know we're all in it right now so just do the best you can um but yeah, so Reza, Reza, how are you doing? Uh, what are you doing to cope and self-care right now? So I was saying that um, the first week for me was very hard. It was as if I was uh, trying not to acknowledge that this is going to last for an unforeseeable time. Um, so I basically took out all my frustration out in different ways, but then not in a, not in a dangerous way emotional ways <laughs> um, but the second week I was like okay I gotta do something about it so I started to be more scheduled about my my life um, and one thing that really annoys me a lot is that when I'm around my phone I keep just getting stuck with my phone just looking around as if I'm just fishing for some for something but there's nothing there it's just some I'm, I'm just trying to find something sometimes I find myself checking my Twitter every five minutes. It's just crazy. So I was like, this is the first step. I have like a time during the day that I don't have my phone around me. That was a very good step for me that has turned it around because when I'm over that period, I'm excited to go back and have my have my phone back. It's like I have that, that little aggressive controlling dad inside me who doesn't let me to have my phone for six hours. And then after six hours, he rewards me with my phone. Um, that's really helpful. Um, as you guys said, just trying to keep my um, heartbeat a bit high for even a few minutes per day. That helps physically and emotionally. And sometimes I read book for a few minutes, sometimes one hour. Um, but yeah, so little thing is more about schedule, as you guys said. Just, just I know that there's many hours somewhere. Um, so these things have been better, but still there are struggles for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I think keeping that schedule and even limiting your time on social media are also beneficial tips for just about anybody. Um, Sarah, how are you doing? Um, so I've been trying, before the pandemic, I was already not really like a big extrovert. And so I was already like staying in my apartment a lot. So the biggest the hardest thing for me, I guess, is just um, finding, like, things to do, and so I've been trying to 
more so like you know doing facials on myself and you know trying all these new body scrubs and I've been trying to do things that I couldn't do before because I was busy from like going to class for so I've been cooking a lot and catching up on shows that I wasn't able to watch so I've mostly been able to try or try to like do things that I haven't been able to do before yeah I think that's uh, largely been my strategy too I think because uh, mm-hmm. usually I keep pretty busy so now I have all this time I'm like well I can watch that show I've been wanting to watch I can um, cook more because my schedule the way it was before I barely got to cook and now I'm back to being able to cook pretty frequently um, which is really therapeutic for me personally um, mm. like I mentioned gardening um, I finally have time to play more video games uh, which I I try not to spend all of my time doing that. Um, I think the fact that I don't have my hands on a copy of Animal Crossing yet is really helpful for that. (laughs) I was about to ask, I was like, are you jumping on Animal Crossing? Listen, I want Animal Crossing so bad. I had New Leaf on the 3DS and I loved that game, Um, but I don't have a Nintendo Switch. I I had made a vow early on. I was like, I'm not going to buy a Switch unless Nintendo announces a new Animal Crossing. And then they did. They did. (laughs) Yeah. And so now this past Monday, I just got paid and I got a decent paycheck. And I was like, you know what? On this paycheck, I'm going to buy myself a Switch. um, And I want the console one. I don't want the light. I was like, I'm going to buy myself a Switch and I'm going to buy myself a copy of Animal Crossing. Tell me why I get paid and I go to look and I find out that there is a shortage of Nintendo Switch consoles. <laughs> there is a shortage of Switches because everybody stayed inside and everybody oh bought no. a Nintendo Switch. Everybody wanted Animal Crossing just like me. They were smart. They got ahead of the curve and they bought their Switch. And now there are people online scalping them and trying to sell them for like anywhere from 100 to $300 over the retail price. Um, and I'm like, what the hell? You know? <laughs> oh no. So, now I'm just sitting here with uh, money to spend on Nintendo and nowhere to spend it. Um, <laughs> so I'm waiting for Nintendo to announce a restock of Switches. They said they're working on it. And uh, so I can finally get on the Animal Crossing bandwagon, probably like a month after everybody else. But uh, that's okay. Uh, my, my boyfriend has been kind enough to let me play on his copy um, on his Switch because uh, there's multiplayer. So like he can hand me a controller and like we can both run around his, his town together. So we've been doing that. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Um, but yeah, so uh otherwise I'm I've just gonna, been playing I'm not, I'm not gonna pretend like I don't know what that is, what that game is about. Go on. Uh <laughs> oh my gosh. It's like so amazing. <laughs> it's uh Animal Crossing is very much like a relaxing type game. Um I think it's pretty comparable to games like Minecraft or Stardew Valley if you've played them. But it's very much like you're you're on an island or you have a town that you're in control of. You can kind of decorate it however you want. You can like you, you can plant trees. You can plant trees. You can plant flowers. You like try to collect different fruit trees. You, um, you can you can fish. You can catch bugs, and you have little animal villagers that move into your town. And there's like a over a hundred different ones that could potentially come to your town. Um, and you can kind of swap them out. Like if you don't like one, you can convince them to move and like try and steal one <laughs> from somebody else's village if you go talk to them at their village. Um, but yeah, they're, they're like a bunch of funky little animals with different unique little personalities and like aesthetics. Um, and it's it's a very relaxing and like wholesome game. 
Uh, it's addictive. Yeah, there's your Animal Crossing synopsis. Um, <laughs> but I. It seems like Sims. Without, and you can upgrade and you like pay your rent and then your house gets bigger like it's insane yeah you can i used to be so into it like and then you can get like, different hairstyles when you do like the personality quiz yeah, yeah i used yeah. to look up the little cheat codes to get like the one hairstyle i wanted <laughs> i did that too but yeah <laughs> but uh yeah there's our animal crossing diversion for the moment but uh, i have other games that i had been meaning to play and stuff that i've been getting to um like, uh, I, I was doing, like, a completionist playthrough of Fallout New Vegas that I've gotten back to working on, and uh, uh, my boyfriend also recommended a game series. It's, like, the Trails series, so it's, like, a bunch of games by a, a, a developer called Falcom, I think, and there's, like, seven games total or something, but I'm on the first one, which is Trails of the Sky, and it's, like, a, a turn-based, like, JRPG game, um, but that's just me being nerdy. Okay. Um, <laughs> so uh, with, with all of us having checked in, um, I just want to take some time to discuss, like, uh, you know, how is the current climate affecting mental health, do you think, on a mascot? Like, what have you seen? Like, what, what are the effects you can foresee it having on other people on a mascot? Like, what are, you, what, what are your thoughts on the, on the current situation um, on maybe, like, a more community or even global scale of how people will be affected? I actually had this conversation with a friend the other day and it was something kind of along the lines of like anyone who was anyone who pretty much struggled like mentally before like this pandemic literally is one of the worst things I personally feel like that could happen just because like the way it threw off structure for people and like for some people like having structure in their lives was like pretty much the only thing they can control and like now that that's gone it feels like everything's just like it's a free-for-all like it's insane and so I know for some people like this has been so detrimental to like their mental well-being but because of how detrimental it's been to like their mental like it's affected every other part of their life like it's insane and I know for some people they were like I mean, this is kind of nice. It's like a break. I mean, at first for some people were like, oh, it's, you know, it's like a break. It's kind of nice. Like two weeks for spring break, count me in. But then as things took a turn for the worst, I think they were like, okay, it's not funny anymore. Like I want to go back. Like, so I don't know. That's just some of the things that I've personally seen with it and like conversations I've had with people. I know a lot of people are struggling like now more than ever mentally. And, like, even some people who didn't necessarily struggle before, I think they're kind of seeing into the world of mental struggles. And to them, it's an eye-opening experience because not necessarily that they didn't think that it was real before, but they just, they've never been affected by it. And now, all of a sudden, they have to change their lifestyle completely. It's one of those things where it just, like, rocked their world, so to speak. Yeah, for sure. And I think, uh, yeah, I think like big changes, especially unexpected ones, or ways that like change our structure definitely uh, can disrupt our mental health fairly easily, um, more easily than uh, most of us would even like to believe, I think. Um, for sure. Uh, what do you think, uh, Daniel? Um, actually, I have not had this conversation with anyone, but I've been thinking about it for a little bit. Um, I think, as like Christina was saying, people who rely on structure and things like that are going to be 
affected it by a lot because I know I'm I'm uh what's the word I'm looking for um spontaneous I'm I'm a pretty spontaneous person I like to just like go around or like when a mood hits me I can just leave so like structure in my life wasn't really a big deal and like now that that's thrown off and I have like nothing to do this is something like that's like hit me not as I'm not trying to say like it hit me hard but it's it's been a struggle to like get through every day especially finding motivation in a day to like do schoolwork and things like that so I can just like imagine someone who's like been going through this or like someone who like relies on structure heavily or needs something like of that sort to to like help them throughout the day right right what about you Jed what are what are your thoughts um so it's weird because I feel that due to us being stuck inside more often, I actually feel that uh, wanting to learn how to cope with mental health and and like kind of strategies to learn how to stay sane or at least not within your own head as much are a lot more prominent and prevalent now on social media. Um, For I'm sure. seeing a lot more posts on a lot of people's pages where they're saying like, you know, how to take care of yourself while in a pandemic or here's how to not go crazy uh, when you're stuck inside the house. All these all these types of things to where, you know, people are, if anything, like, of course, the pandemic is horrible, but the benefit is that people are starting to pay a lot more attention to mental health as a whole. And they're, they're paying more attention to how their family members are doing or how their friends are doing and reaching out because, you know, we kind of took things for granted when we would see someone every single day and now we're able to really reach out and just kind of be on the same page with with everybody in terms of our mental and we're not really worried as much about like you know everything else going on aside from you know the pandemic and and our mental health and i think that's great because we're really able to you know, really connect with each other on a better mental level compared to where we've been in the past. Yeah, I think uh, I think that's a really positive and kind of bright side way to look at it, I think. Um, it's kind of the shared experience and uh, being able to pay more attention to those things. Um, what about you, Reza? Um, so one thing I want to mention is, uh, so now that everyone's isolated more or less, um, naturally there's a sense that you want to reach out to your friends and your loved ones and you want to be reached out to so it's very mutual um i'm saying it's because not only i feel it in myself but also i've seen other people um complaining like i'm a part of this group um, this group me group uh, made by someone spontaneously and a bunch of uk students are there so just sometimes i go there and check the messages and there was this person that was complaining about the fact that she thought she was she didn't have any friends and the people who she counted on were not reaching out to her to see like check in check on her so she was having a hard time with that and i could relate to that more or less um, because at least in my point of view i can see like you wonder how much do i matter to other people so any underlying mental insecurities can can be highlighted during this time so i think it's important to reach out um, in any any way possible, whether it's a text or video message, video call, voice message, voice call. Um, I think that's something to get more verification, not to feel alone. That's something that I think is too important. 
Yeah, I agree. I think that's uh, a very good way to empathize and be thoughtful to your loved ones during this time is to just check on them and see how they're doing. Um, because, you know, you don't get the luxury of maybe being able to see them daily like you once did before um, or even frequently. Uh, you, it's kind of like that weird position of like uh, we discussed before. It's like everybody's in like a long distance relationship with everybody now. Um, and it requires like good communication and checking in um, to keep that feeling of, you know, value to someone. Um, Sarah, what about you? What are your thoughts? I feel bad. I don't have that much to add because I kind of like I everything that I was going to say was already said. But <laughs> Yeah, um, you kind of you had the disadvantage of going last. <laughs> um, something I noticed, I guess that no one hasn't like really mentioned that much is that I feel like there's going to be a rise in people who get diagnosed with mental illnesses because kind of like what Jed and Christina were saying um now people are stuck at home so it's like you know people are out of work and so I feel like a lot of these people who are really struggling through this um are not just going to suffer from stress but probably things like anxiety and maybe they might share symptoms of uh, exhibit symptoms of depression and so even though it's, you know, like Jed said, it, it's a time where, you know, people might be more sensitive and more op- or more knowledgeable about mental illnesses, I feel like a lot of people are probably going to get diagnosed with it or at least have symptoms of it than before. Yeah, and I think with the, the current situation and a lot of people being laid off even temporarily or like furloughed from their jobs or um, there are even some companies that are trying to encourage early retirement, um, I think with the financial stress that will be caused by this pandemic and the way it's going to affect uh, the economy as well is going to leave a lot of people in a lot of distress. Um for sure. And yeah, I mean, like, uh, uh, applications for, you know, unemployment benefits has hit like a dramatic historical high. Um, and uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of a, a question of like, are, you know, are we going to have enough resources um, as a nation, even or like as a world to support people, the, you know, the mass majority of people who are going to be affected by this? Um, both, you know, physically, emotionally, and uh, financially as well. Um, and what are the impacts that all of these things are going to have on their mental health? Um, I think that's a good perspective to keep uh, and to just, you know, um, I don't know. There's not really any good advice for that kind of situation. It's just, uh, you know, kind of a matter of do the best you can and coping with what's going on and um, taking it one day at a time. So um, before we wrap up, does anybody have any uh, uh, parting thoughts that they'd like to share? Y'all are not alone. <laughs> and I can't stress that enough. And even with how Rezo was saying, it's important to, you know, extend it, like lend a hand, like reach out to others. And it's important for others to reach out to you. But just know like a time, especially like now, if you're someone who is, typically a bit more prideful and you refuse to reach out first just because it's it makes you nervous you feel like you're bothering someone like 
you're absolutely not like your feelings of not exactly being as connected as per usual like it's valid and just know that if you choose to reach out to someone chances are they're going to love hearing from you because they're going to want to catch up with you just given our circumstances so keep that in the back of your head next time you get a little lonely yeah i think that is a lovely thought to leave off on um does anybody else have anything they'd like to add I feel that, you know, um, one of the biggest things or one of the biggest problems that everybody will have coming up soon, especially even those who are the homebodies, is getting stir crazy. Uh, one of the biggest things to do to, or I feel that to kind of prevent that is just, you know, if you can and if uh, circumstances allow, you know, step outside for five to 10 minutes and just kind of breathe and be aware of the world around you again because being stuck in the house or being stuck wherever you are, it has a really good tendency to, you know, kind of forget what the outside like even feels like, you, you know, you can see it through a window, but that doesn't necessarily mean you're feeling it. So, you know, take the time to really take a step out and, and breathe and, and enjoy everything going on around you because, you know, I, I definitely for sure took being outside for granted and, and the, the liberty and the, the freedom of being outside for granted. So, you know, uh, although I can still step outside and enjoy the fresh air, you know, I just a reminder to for all the listeners to do that as well. Right. Anybody else? I wanted to mention something that um, you, Arya, mentioned before, and I've seen other people mention it. Um, if you're one of those people who spends a lot of time in the in their bedroom to, to for, for their work or study, um, you might have seen this conflict that you don't know if you want to, if you're really working or you want to sleep, you want to take a nap, you don't really feel like you're putting the work, because this is like, there's this invisible gravity from your bed trying to get you, um, so I've seen, I've seen, tr I've seen tricks, um, people who wear clothes as if they're going out, so they, they suit up, or um, people go sit somewhere else in the in the house just to make sure they have a different space for the work basically i'm trying to discourage everyone from having the space for their rest and for their work um, based on what i've heard from other people and based on my own experience yeah there is a lot of uh science behind you know uh, there can be problems when you intermingle the space in which you rest with the space in which you work so that is definitely a good recommendation. Um, try and find a space in your house that you don't usually relax in um, and uh, maybe try and get some schoolwork done there. Um, but with that, does anybody have anything else they want to add? Stay home, please. Yeah, please stay home. Um, please stay home, flatten the curve, wash your hands. Um, if you do have to go out, please be safe um, and practice good health hygiene. Um, that is definitely a good one. Six feet. Yeah, six feet distance. Um, protect yourself and protect others who may be at a higher risk than you are. Um, this is bigger than all of us. Than than all of us. Pardon me. Um, if, so uh, we gotta work quick, together. If if you don't know how long six feet is, um, look up a picture of a capybara. Picture it in your mind. <laughs> and two capybaras is six feet long on an average. So there, there you go. There's a. This very... is how. In case y'all were curious, this is how Jed measures 
and goes about his everyday life. Yeah. Yep. He measures in capybaras. It's a very standard unit of measurement. What can we say? It takes me 12 capybaras to go from my room to downstairs to the kitchen. So. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been Podcaps. Um, and I will leave you with this one reminder. Um, in the midst of uh, the crazy times we're living in, your mental health definitely matters. Um, as for the future of podcasts, we're going to try and uh, record as feasibly as we can. Um, everything's changing, so we don't know how things will go. We're already kind of very off schedule, uh, given the cir <laughs> cir circumstances that we're in. Um, but we're going to do our best to, you know, uh, get feedback from you guys and still try and put out some content for you to enjoy uh, during this time. Um, at the moment, CAP services have changed. If you haven't seen that uh, or heard it, uh, please go to uta.edu forward slash CAPS and check out uh, the services that we are offering, given that the university is closed and things are pretty different now. Um, we also really want to promote things like the Thrive at UT app. Uh, that is a psychoeducational app with a lot of different uh, modules um, on how to maintain your mental health uh, in different ways, including things like mindfulness, community, um, your mindset, uh, mood, and other modules as well. Um, and we also have Therapy Assisted Online, um, which is free for all UTA students. You just need your UTA email or NetID to log into it and access it. Um, and it's kind of like a, like a self-help, uh, self-guided therapy app. Um, so please take advantage of those resources if you need it. And as always, um, we do have our Mavs Talk crisis line as well, um, and that is 817-272-TALK. Um, and for talk, it is also 8255, so 817-272-8255. And then obviously, if you are still on campus and you are in an emergency, um, call 911 or the UTA police number, which is 817-272-3003. We hope you're all doing well and uh, stay inside and stay safe and protect your physical and mental health the best you can. And don't run into fire hydrants. Yeah, don't do that either. <laughs> I mean, you could do it if you want, but it just, apparently it hurts. I don't know. I have a, a bruise <laughs> the size of like... <laughs> I don't even know how big this bruise is. It's smaller than a capybara. So <laughs> <laughs> Therefore, right. immeasurable. Uh, all right, it's, it's with, getting there. With getting that, there. with that, we wish you a good uh, quarantine, um, and we'll be around. Uh, this has been Podcast where mental health matters.